Welcome to Business and Process, a daily dose kick in the pants resourceful podcast to keep you focused, on point, and crushing the overwhelm in your business. My name is Tim Vreeland, and I'm a business process coach. I owned a brick and mortar business for 10 years, and systems and processes is what kept that business from going bankrupt. I'm now on a mission to help married entrepreneurs with young kids run their business with confidence and clarity so they can show up the best for their family. Listen in as I share down-to-earth tips, hacks, and insights for how to have success in business and life through processes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Business and Process and Today, I am so blessed, as I always am, with guests that, that, that come on and being able to connect with, with Lee Bridges. And this is the first time, like, like a lot of my guests, that, that we're meeting. Uh, you know, a little bit of uh, introduction back and forth by email, but uh, you're kind of getting the, the real live introduction between the two of us. And it just shows the importance of connection and entrepreneurship and, and really, you know, kind of getting out of your mind and out of your world and into other people's world, I think is so important. So... Lee will get into his, you know, past and experiences, but from what I know, I mean, he's a self-published author, a speaker, and, you know, really has been an entrepreneur since, since he was, I believe 16, you know, since he was young. So, but Lee, well, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time, man. Mate, thank you so much for having me. I super appreciate it. What a legend you are. Thank you, sir. So why don't you tell the guests just a little bit about your, yourself and, and how you started to, to get into business? No worries at all. First things first, I wouldn't not normally wear a vest on podcasts, but we have like the rarest. It's kind of hot in England, which is so rare. So I was like, I'm going to put my flip flops on. I'm going to put a vest on. So I hope you don't mind. Um, oh, yeah, no. No, a little bit about myself. Um, thank you for asking. Yeah. So I, I was I was a touring drummer for a long, long time throughout my 20s. And one of the problems with being a touring musician is uh, you struggle. Yeah. Um, so kind of, it puts a toll on your body, uh, puts a toll on on your bank account, puts a toll on having relationships or, you know, anything like that. So I did it for a long time. I wouldn't change a thing. I absolutely loved it. Uh, loved it, you know, for, for the time I was doing it. But I kept coming back home from tour and then realizing I had to make my rent. Um, and, you know, you know how that is. So yeah. I, um, I set up a business, noticed a bit of a gap in the market for um, musicians that were obviously not getting paid. Uh, so we set up an agency uh, called Beach Music successfully for seven years. We got absolutely annihilated in COVID and I basically lost the business overnight. So uh, it's really, really, really sad for a lot of reasons, but definitely a massive, massive learning curve. We lost our staff, we lost our premises, everything like that. Um, and I tried to keep it going for as long as I could and then ended up nearly bankrupting myself trying to sort of make payroll and everything like that. Yeah. Um, you know, when you've got like people working uh, with you where they're just they're just good people, family, yeah. and you just want to do the right thing. Yeah. Um, and then in the background, while I was doing that, I was writing uh, my first book. Um, I'm halfway through the second one now, um, which is all about sort of mindset, mental health, motivation. Um, other words beginning with M, maybe. Um, and uh, I do a, uh, I'm just trying to condense this in so I don't chew your ear off. I, no, I also, no, um, bless you, sir. I also do a, a non for profit charity group for, for young entrepreneurs. So between the ages, like sort of 16 to 20 something, uh, where we teach sort of mindset, business acumen, and things like that. Yeah. Uh, then when COVID hit, I had to pivot pretty quick because of losing my other business. Mm. So I, uh, I set up a brokerage. So, so I, I now run a, 
a financial brokerage. So we we offer um, business funding to to different all different sorts of businesses. So uh, that's that's where I'm at at the moment. How about yourself? Wow, man. Yeah, no, that's that that's a great introduction, and and, and I mean. You know, it, it, I mean, I know we'll get more into, you know, kind of your, your insight and perspective on mental health and, and the importance of all that, but it's, it's just so amazing and a reminder that no matter what success you've achieved in your life and in your business, you know, things can change in the blink of an eye, you know, and it's not to worry, uh, for that day to come, but it's just to recognize that we're not above change. Right. And, and I've heard so many stories of people going from even just yesterday, there was someone I was talking to, it was a multi-million dollar empire and literally uh, got crushed overnight. And, and she calls it entrepreneurial whiplash because it was such a fluctuation between success and failure. And, and that's so common, you know, but I, I would say that like you, I like how you touched on how you really just had a heart to provide for your employees and in your staff. And, you know, they're not just a number. And, and that's one of the hardest things when you care as an individual, for those that are supporting you and your company and your, and your vision is, you want to do right by them, but it's, it's like, it's so hard, man. I mean, because I I've wanted to like, almost like kids in a way, you know, you want to kind of protect them right from falling or getting hurt and stuff, but you'll quickly realize that, that you can't carry everyone's burden and people appreciate you being there, even sharing, Hey, I, I love everything you've done, but this is kind of my limit. I can't afford to carry you anymore. And that allows them to pivot into the next journey of their life. And it's so hard because I feel like I'm responsible for the struggles they're going through, you know, and I would say that mental health is probably so important. I'm sure you'd agree like self-care for an entrepreneur is so important because there's such a responsibility, you know, to provide for people in, in your personal life and your employees, you know, so I, I appreciate you doing that, man. No, bless you, sir. I, re I really appreciate that. I mean, you're so right. And the, the thing is, it's, it's kind of lonely. It's one of the one of the lonely jobs is being sort of you know if you're if you're heading up a company or you're sort of you you know the you're you're that person that's kind of keeping everything going and staying positive you know and gassing everyone up. But then also you know the, the way that I always think about it, I'm um, probably the best way I could put it is uh you know if you get fired from a job um, yeah. and that hurts and it sucks and it's like it's bad. But I've always felt like um, when you're running a company, it's kind of like getting fired about 10 times a day. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's, you know, and you just get used to those kicks after a while. Yeah. And uh, the thing for me is, I, you know, it's, it sounds a bit soppy, but that whole kind of riding the wave thing. But it's so true. I mean, it, like you say, anything can change uh, literally just like that. And, and that's why I think you have to be super malleable. You have to, you know, you have to, it's not necessarily about being, to, being able to endure like hundreds of punches. It's about being able to go, right, I'm getting punched here. I'll go over there where I'm not getting punched for a while. Okay, I'm getting punched there now, so I'll go over here for a bit. Yeah. And it's not about ever quitting, right? It's just right. about carrying on moving, but making sure that you're, you're sort of ducking and weaving in the right places. Yeah. And that past experience that you have, you know, as an entrepreneur, it can feel like a failure because you're like, well, I thought I was going to maybe be a musician my whole life, or I thought I was going to run this, you know, company my whole life. And as it changes, you feel like a failure. But really what I've learned is that I'm able to repurpose that experience from my past into Absolutely. what I have right now. And if I didn't have that foundation, I wouldn't have what I had today, you know, but it's such, it's so hard, man, because we just want success. And there's a, a guy, Alex Sharfin, um, a business coach and, you know, very successful podcaster. And, and he has this thing, he really understands the entrepreneurial mindset. And, and he just talks about how important momentum is when, when entrepreneurs lose momentum in their business or their life, that it can really wear on them 
to the point of, of depression and suicide, because you feel like when you're not progressing forward, you feel like a failure, you know, and it seems like a daily discipline to be reminded of that, you know, I wanted to touch a little, I'm sure we'll touch on it in, in, in later in the episode, but how did you get into music? Cause I, I, I was actually a drummer for a long time. You know, I, I actually was in a, a Christian hard rock band. <laughs> yeah. I was in a Christian hard rock band and we actually went on tour, you know, we got signed by a small label. It wasn't anything That's huge, cool. but I mean, we were driving days and days rotating. I mean, yeah, it is hard on your body, you know, but it was really fun, man. It was cool. And we thought we were going to be the rock star. And then, you know, we kind of gave it up years in, but I always just loved being able to create something to create an experience for people. You know, that's what I loved as a musician. I don't play drums as much now. You know, I pivoted, I, I started playing after my band split up years ago. I started playing worship in churches that I would go to, you know, and that's what I was, I was always, you know, a worship drummer, but but yeah, how did you get into music? I mean, is it is that something you like? Did you want to be a rock star? Was that kind of your, you your dream? I, it's, it's probably it's probably not the story you're expecting. So when I went to high school and I was 14 years old, I see I worked this out for someone the other day in kilograms, but um, I only know it in stone. But I, I was I was big, like I was super super chunky boy. Okay. Um, Mama was a feeder type thing, and, yeah. and I didn't realize until it was a bit too late. And I think I worked out was it I was about 100 and 100 and 15 kilograms when I was 14 or 15 years old. Wow. Um, which is crazy. I'm, I'm six foot, I, I, at the time I was about six foot. So yeah, near, about 190 centimeters, something like that. So I've always been quite tall, but yeah, yeah I was really fat. And I, uh, we asked the way that our schools work is you'll have a bunch of, a bunch of little schools. And then when they go to high school, they all mix up. Right. Yeah. So I remember turning up and there was this kid there, Charlie Bevan, who, who actually died uh, a few years later. He was a really, really good friend of mine at the time. Um, mm. And he was a drummer and he just had all the girls and he had like, it was just one of those things. I just remember thinking like, okay, I'm fat. This is not working for me that well. What can yeah. I do? Everyone seems to dig that guy. So I, I started drums really bizarrely with, I've always had an interest in music, but yeah. I've never had an interest in drums. And then I started playing and mate, you could not get me off those things for years. It was like all I wanted to do. I just fell in love with it. And then I did it as a career and it sort of sucked all the fun out of it for me. And then as yeah. soon as I stopped, I started playing again. Um, and, and I love it. I literally, I, you know, I, I play most days now um, and I just absolutely love it. It's really, really good release. It, it absolutely is, man. That's, you know, I, I started on guitar and I, I always loved, I switched to drums when I was younger because it was hard. I could only rock out so much on my guitar. You know, you kind of have to smash it on the ground, you know, for that release and drums, <laughs> you're able to, to get that out. I always love that, you know? So no, that's cool, man. That's awesome. So what would you say in, in getting back into like the business topic, what, what is one common myth that you've heard about starting a business? Interesting or, question. I think the, right. The, one of the things that comes up for me all the time is that, uh, so I read a lot. Uh, I listen to a lot of audio books, a lot of podcasts, uh, a lot of them are business. They surround business kind of thing. Cause I'm trying to teach myself constantly and get better. Yeah. But I think the thing is that everyone forgets that no one knows what the hell is going on like ever. <laughs> So no, no, no matter how many times history has repeated itself, no matter how how sure yeah. you are about anything, uh, it's at what whatever point something can be pulled under the rug. So I, I take in a lot of what people say, and I really really appreciate people's points. And like, if you do X, Y will happen. If you do this, that will happen. You yeah. know, uh, invest in this. This is this is what got me rich, or this is what it was. But I always sort of come away from that thinking to myself, do you know what? I really appreciate the the sentiment, but I'm going to just try and keep my wits about me and try and trust my gut and stuff. So I think that I think probably the to answer your question, I think probably the biggest misconception is that there's a rule that works. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I think it's just different for everybody and everyone's situation is slightly different and everyone's going, you know, been to different places, doing different stuff at different times in their life. And it's with that in mind, it's, it's very easy to kind of like sell a program, you know, or be like, right, pay, pay $200 and you get this, this and this, and that will make you rich. And it's like, you know, for well that the entrepreneur selling that program is doing better than this guy. Right. And, you, so it's just that idea of like, yeah, the idea that, that, that it will be the same over and over and over again. Yeah. There's not one way to, to one path to, you know, success, whatever, whatever success is. And, and that's, I mean, I, I completely agree with that. And, and one of the, the, the saddest things with people that really want to jump into, you know, a, a business or a new venture or try a new career is that people hold people back, you know, for various reasons, but usually it's out of like love. I mean, it should be, it could be, you know, jealousy, but a lot of times it's because people don't want you to get hurt. They don't want you to lose money. They don't want you to fail but they don't realize that holding us back is causing more pain than just letting us move forward and fail. And that's what you're saying. There's not a secret. And, and in diets, it's funny. There's a statistic on with like dieting, losing weight that really at the end of the day, they all will give you the same goal. The reason why people struggle with diets is because they bounce between things. They, they're not consistent and their body. Like if you're on a low carb diet, I mean, everyone can argue with anything, you know, like I do intermittent fasting for the most part, I'm not super strict, but I found that flow in my life and it, and it really helps. You know, my wife was very concerned when I, you know, stopped eating during the day. And I was just yeah. trying to tell her it, it, it's like flushing out my mind. It's good. I, I, I love it. And People will fight to their grave how intermittent fasting is terrible for your body. And some people will fight to the grave how it's the greatest thing ever. And I just try to listen to my body. But yeah, the thing with the diet is that if people were just consistent, they picked one thing, they stopped researching and they just did it for a year or six months, they would have the result. And, you know, people waste time just arguing about the best way to do something rather than just doing it. So I love what you said, because deep down, even if we're confident, we don't know what the heck's the right answer, but we're just trying, you know, and, and it's given us self some grace. So I appreciate you bringing that up. No, no worries at all. Can it, to, to add to that as well, because it's just popped into my head. One of the, one of the other things that I find is a misconception is the idea that you actually have to be good at anything because I, I mean, I've proven this to myself time and time again. It, 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 the reason it just dropped into my head is because you just brought up consistency. Yeah. And I genuinely believe you, you can be absolutely terrible at something and you do a little bit every single day, maybe a little bit more the next day. You know, if you want to run a marathon, for instance, pe people will always go into that being like, right, I'm going to run a marathon. I'm going to do my like 24 miles or whatever it is, 26 miles. Yeah. Um, they'll, they'll do that thing. But, but really, it's a much easier way to do it is to run, you know, 0.1 of a K the first day, then 0.1 and a half of a K the next day, and just get to the point where you're like, oh my God, I just ran a marathon. This yeah. is like, you know what I mean? And so, so there's yeah. that misconception that you have to be good. And you, I just don't believe you do. I think you just need to, I'm so dumb, sir. Like I have so <laughs> many, so many like stupid things, but the things I've got good at in my life, uh, yeah. are all the things I've done every day. Like I always think like, start, you know, you don't think about putting your like underwear on or brushing your teeth because right. you just don't, so natural right. and you think if you do something like that you know and you don't sit there every day being like what is this like you know you just get on with right. it yeah. so yeah consistency is probably is just such such a like important thing i think for, for any businessman entrepreneur runner sports person in relationships in like just everything just do a little bit every day and just get good at it you know compound it yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah. And it's so hard with the internet because we have so many advertisements and the, the next big secret and everything coming at us, you know, and, and I think that is just a discipline, you know, that really allows us to cut all that noise out and just focus on stuff, you know? 
So what, what would you say in your, in your entrepreneurial journey, who, who are two to three people that, I mean, it could be, you know, just one or two, but a few people that have helped you uh, become the entrepreneur that you are today, like someone that's really impacted your life or inspired you. Oh, bless you. Do you know what? Weirdly enough, so so I'll give you a close to home one, which is my wife. Uh, she, I don't know how she puts up with it. Like she, she never, <laughs> she never wants to know what's actually going on. Um, because obviously that you get kicked. You know, some sometimes you're up, sometimes you're really down. You yeah. Know, when, when I was going through bankruptcy, that was we were close. We were so close. Yeah. And she, no matter what, she had my back, and she looked after me, and she said, if, if, you know, whatever you need, let me know. And she's just been there since day one. Same as my parents, I've been extremely lucky with that. And I do see that as an unfair advantage. I think some people don't have that, that you know, that that kind of start off luck kind of thing. So I, I, I very much appreciate that. It's, I feel very, very blessed for that. Other people, I, weirdly enough, it's not someone that I necessarily rate as a person, but Grant Cardone, do you know that guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know Grant, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, see, like, so I, there's something about him that whenever I listen to his audiobooks, it just gasses me up. And it, yeah. whether I agree with what he's saying or not, it sort of gets me in the mode. Uh, I love Kevin Hart. He's uh, as, a, as a sort of obvious um, loud. I mean, like Rogan and pretty much any guest that he's had on, uh, I find really, really helpful. But for me, I think, again, it's, it just boils down to consistency. I don't really have one or two people necessarily. It will just be the consistent, like, hearing, you got this, bro. You can do this. Don't give up. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, so anyway, anyone that's given given me their time and uh, their precious time on earth to sort of help me on my journey and, and vice versa. How about yourself? Yeah, well, so what you're talking about is a proximity principle, really. And you're surrounding yourself intentionally by people that are supporting you or get you gassed up, like you said, you know, so that's a podcast, a video, an actual social circle. But that's really what it is, is because... I forget what they say that your, your success or who you are is the average of like, I don't know what five or seven people you're around or three or five, something like that. And, you know, so really you have, I mean, that's exactly what you're talking about, you know? And, and yeah, I would say I'm, I'm blessed. My, my wife has been extreme, you know, we just celebrated our 10 year anniversary and awesome. Congratulations. You know? Yeah. And two little, two, you know, we have two little girls, so they're, they're two and uh, well, two and a half and, and, and four, so like they're, they're 19 months apart. So you know, we're busy. It's, it's a lot of energy with having young kids. It's, it's that it's, it's one of those things where it's like, you're exhausted and some days you're just spent and frustrated, but yet you love them so much. So it's like, you wouldn't trade it for the world. Right. And it's a very, uh, it's kind of like a paradox. It, it's kind of, it's just, yeah. But yeah, my wife has been very supportive and, you know, a lot of our listeners are, you know, my heart is for married entrepreneurs with young kids. And I think that's because, you know, my, I used to own a retail store, a tile store and took it over about 10 years ago as a family business. And it was, it was about, it was on the verge of bankruptcy when I got involved and I knew nothing about business. I helped turn that store around just by starting to organize things because they had very little cash in the business. So I had to optimize the cash they did have. And I had to leverage relationships with the vendors that they owed money to. Because at the end of the day, people are working with people, right? So if we had a high balance, you know, we might owe someone 10, 20 grand. We might have like a, you know, a 180 day past due bill or something, right? When I got involved, it was bad. Every other phone call was collections. And this was when I kind of got involved. And, and when you honestly, when you are just honest with them, they, they want you to be truthful. They know they can't squeeze something out of you. You don't have, but they don't want to be BS. Right. And, and I would tell them, listen, man, here's a situation we're in. I want to pay you. I don't want to break this relationship. And I'd say, Hey, listen, can I give you, could be a hundred bucks, a thousand bucks, whatever it was by the end of the week. And whatever I said I was going to do, if I did it now, they started to trust me. And then literally all of a sudden grace came in, in into this place. And that allowed us to have cash flow because 
they're now being more graceful saying, we see that you're trying. We know that you've been honest with us. So take the time you need. And then sure enough, we turned that business around. We're very successful, but I had, I, I didn't have balance in my life. So it was all business, like 110% because I had that success. I was like addicted to it. And, and, and I knew nothing about business. I wanted to be a firefighter. You know, I was, I was a medic for many years and you know, as a drummer and then a paramedic and, and I never wanted to be in business, but I just learned it and turning that store around was, was addicting. And, and my wife put up with, with me for many years, man, because I was gone and I would justify me spending a hundred hours a week at the office. Sometimes I'd be at that store till three in the morning working on stuff and it never was enough. And, and, and she put up with that, you know? And so that's why now that I, after I sold that business and you know, cause I was, I was burned out. I was totally done. And I sold that business. And now I see the importance of balance and it's not having a successful business. It's re reminding my why, you know, and my wife has put up with my junk for so long, you know? So, and my hardest thing is, is probably, I don't know about you, but it's, it's accepting that support from those people, you know, because when these people, I don't want to say blindly support, but like when these people, no matter what you do, it seems that they're just, just supporting you with love and, and they're serena, like your parents or your wife. It's hard to accept that because you're like, you know, like you don't have to put up with me, you know, and, and it almost causes this anger and frustration because you want to provide for them, but yet they're accepting you as you are. And that's such a hard thing because if someone says like, listen, I know you're trying, I accept you for who you are. It's almost like you want to say, but no, no, no. What I am is, is, is a mess right now. Don't worry. I'll be able to turn this around. Don't worry. We won't be in bankrupt for, you know, the verge of bankruptcy for long, sweetie. But it's like, they're telling you, listen, I know where we're at and I still love you. And that's one thing that's been hard for me to accept in my journey. And I recognizing the importance of it, you know, so, cause it's such an awesome thing to just have people there, you know, for you when you need it most. Yeah. yeah I can, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I've got a step kid. Um, so I've, I've known him since he was six. He's now 13. And it is that weight on top of everything, isn't it? Because it, you, you, you do have that like, right, I need to provide. I need to make sure that there's an exit here. I need to make sure that everything, everything's okay. There's food on the table and all those kind of things that you can take for granted, you know, when you're sort of employed by someone or, you know, you've got that sort of steady flow coming in. Yeah. But when it's, you know, like, I mean, man, payroll, it's a killer. <laughs> like every month, no matter what's going on, yeah. you know, and it's stuff like that where it's just like, yeah, and, you, and like you say, that it's just such a beautiful thing to have people that are, they, they believe in you and they love you no matter what. And yeah, it's, it's an awesome, awesome place to be. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. So what, what do you wish you had known when you first started your, your business? I mean, it could be any business, but is there like one thing you wish you had known when you first, first got into the business world? That's a really good question. I mean, the thing is, I, it, I find that hard to answer just, just because I, I feel that I'm where I'm at right now because of the mistakes I've made and I've made a ton of them, like a yeah. super ton. Of them. Um, and I don't know if that would be better or worse if I hadn't learned, like put my hand in the fire and got burnt, if you know what I mean. Yeah, um, I do. Because, you know, my, my plan right now, the, 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 the strategy we've got is a, is a five-year exit. We're one year into it. Um, the, the idea is to be able to be financially free by the age of 40. Um, so I'll give myself an extra year. I've got like six years to do it, but it's a five-year plan. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, that, that for me is, you know, and I want to be able to do my charity work. That, that's, that's my purpose. That's, that's the reason I want to do it. I, I couldn't really care less. I want to, I'd love a nice house, of course, but it's that, that comes second kind of thing. Look after my family and then and do my charity work. So it's, it, you know, there's, there's a, there's a reason there, but I think if I'd have known, I don't know, I think if I hadn't got burnt a bunch of times, 
I'd pr- I'd probably be a little less leathered now, if that makes sense. I, yeah. It's quite hard to stress me out right now, um, and I feel proud of that. I do. It's something I feel like I've every time I've got kicked, I've got back up. I've always got a smile on my face. I, all, I always, always will choose to be positive over negative. I'd rather be positive and wrong than negative and right, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, no, I agree. So I don't know. I might have told myself maybe, maybe get my sleep pattern better sooner. That that would have that would have been a good one. I like waking yeah. up early to get more done. So and there was a long amount of time when I was going to bed at like three or four in the morning, as yeah. opposed to up at four or five in the morning. You know? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot of healthy things happen in the middle of the night. You know, I think more healthy things happen at the early morning, you know, and it's the same way. I, I had to shift that same as well, go to bed earlier. And, but no, I, I totally agree. I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs and they're the same where they wouldn't change their experience for the world because they feel that that's what made them who they are today. And that's absolutely true. You know, there's always nuggets of information or like, you know, I wish I had known this so I didn't spend so long going the wrong way. And, and that's like what you said, you had, had you had the right sleep it would have probably fueled a healthier lifestyle, you know, and, you know, it's a catch 22 because our experiences shape and mold us. Right. But it's also not a justification to go through the pain and suffering. So it's kind of this catch 22. I think it's not like looking for a shortcut or, or a hack per se, but like I talk on, on, I had an episode on my podcast a few episodes ago, talking on if you're going to allow yourself or your business to go through a longer uh, journey or process or something in your business, meaning it's not like maybe condensed to the least amount of steps and you're going to leave that in there, but you just understand why, you know, because I, I, I get concerned, like my biggest thing with, you know, I, I'm in systems and processes. So I, I, I try to remove what's called unnecessary stress. So if there's stress in your business, it's a lot of times because of disorganization. I mean, clarity and intentionality is a big part of that too. Like you, you have a five-year exit that, that probably took mental time to actually sit down and think about it, but actually a way of doing things in your business when, when you're not intentional with how you do it, you just kind of shoot from the hip that can be very stressful because when that experience changes, you don't know what to change and make it better because you didn't even know what you did before, you know? So that's where with systems and processes, it's really important, but, but yeah, I mean, so what I was saying is that our experiences shape and mold us, but also, you know, allowing ourselves to go through hardships, but not saying that we have to go through that hardship to, to find success, you know, because I get concerned of a world where it's completely sterile. You know, everything is always about making things faster, shorter, you know, and getting around some shortcut. And then I'm like, you know, at what point is there room for a life? You know, like at the end of the day, our, 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 us as humans is going to be the bottleneck, right? Because we're imperfect. You know, I, I'm a Christian and I believe, you know, God created us and stuff. And it's just at the end of the day, we're, we're imperfect and that's going to be the end, end of it. So if you were to remove, make every, if your goal is to make everything perfect, you're removing the human side of business. I mean, there's no way around it. You, you can't not because there's going to be imperfections in there. And I think allowing those is really important, you know? So, but I, I appreciate what you said, you know, I know I, I kind of went on a rant there, you know, but you know, so I don't know. I mean, so that's kind of my balance with systems and processes, but not also focusing on, you know, the shortcut or sterilizing the experience for customers. You know, no, so. absolutely, and I, I I couldn't agree more. And I think it's like on top of that as well. It's 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 kind of uh, I I think one one of my favorite things that I've spent a lot of time trying to trying to work on, uh, and I'm not there yet, but I'm definitely a lot closer than I was, is just to enjoy that feeling of like awkward, scared, fear. You know, not not the kind of fear. Weirdly enough, I was just doing. A, 
a separate podcast on this but the idea of like i always think there's like two types of fear so there's kind of like original fear which is like you walk into a room there's a lion you want to get the hell out it's, it's the fear that yeah. stops people from getting hurt and injured but then there's kind of like another type of fear which is the one that's the green light that's saying look you're about to do something amazing uh you're meant to feel nervous and scared and a bit anxious but that that means pull the trigger and sort of run at it and if you can differentiate between those two types of fear i mean if i guess if humans had never like you know if humans had always done the former type of fear we'd have never have sailed across the ocean we'd have never built massive buildings we'd have never yeah. started anything would have just been petrified so i think like what i've tried to do is teach myself to get to the point where it's like as soon as i'm like oh god this is pretty heavy then i like, I try and you know just flick the switch and be like ah oh, no i remember last time i felt like that that was right before something amazing happened i just need to jump off the cliff you know yeah so i, I quite like that idea of and, and to talk about sort of your processes, you are you are definitely, so one of the guys I work with is an extremely good friend of mine. He's the process guy and he's forever, I'm, I'm the shoot from the hip guy. So yeah. I, without people like you, sir, we are screwed, like absolutely screwed. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. I'm completely right. Things need to be like made a certain way. So me and him get on really, really well because I have a dumb idea. He straightens it out. I have a dumber right. idea, straightens it out. And then it sort of goes cyclically like that. You right. Know? That's awesome, man. Yeah. No, I mean, in partnership, I mean, it's balance is all great, you know, and that's, that's awesome that you, that you have that, that, you know, cause you know, not everyone should be like us and we shouldn't be like everyone else because that's what makes the world go around, you know? So that's awesome that you have that, you know, you know, person in, in partner in your business. So, well, is there, I mean, is there anything, um, else you wanted to add? And, and I definitely want uh, people to know how they can get in contact with you if they, if they want to, you know, reach out and connect, but is there anything else you wanted to add, Lee, before before we end it? Yeah, for sure. So look, first things first, thank you so much for having me on your show. I really, really appreciate it. And thank you to your listeners as well. Thank you for having me. Uh, secondly, I think probably my favorite bit of advice I ever had ever, and, and I, I think about this all the time, is just leave stuff better than you found it and try and make yourself better. Just a little bit, even if it's tiny, tiny, teeny little bit, little baby steps, and you're doing that bit every day. If you can leave stuff better than you found it and you can make yourself a little tiny bit better, I think that's a good way to live your life. And to, 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 to I suppose, to plug my stuff, uh, if, you, if you wanted to grab a book, you can from Scamazon. It's called Do It, Get It Done, a bit of swear word. Um, but you can just type my name in Lee Bridges. Um, you can go on to leebridges.co.uk. You sign up for my mailing list. I send out total, I'm never on the sale. So it's always completely free tips and tricks and little bits of things that I um, think might help. A lot of mental health stuff and a lot of, it's not too heavy. It's quite jokey a lot yeah. of the time. And then, yeah, if you, that's probably it. I mean, my Instagram, if you want to check out my drumming, it's a drum hacker is my Instagram handle. And if you wanted to send me an email, you can to lee at leebridges.co.uk because I am definitely that guy that's got his own name twice in his email address. But that's my personal <laughs> email address. Awesome. So, no. Yeah, that's awesome, like man. And I appreciate your humor. I mean, because I, I remember when I read the synopsis of your book, you definitely, you know, seem like you have that sense of humor. And I think that's so important in business, you know, and, and if you guys, of course, if you Google Lee Bridges, it'll probably come up, like you said, on, on Amazon, or he calls it Scamazon, you know, but, but it, I appreciate him pulling it out. But just so you can find it, it's, it's, I think, do shit, get shit done, right? That's yeah, what the, sure I say, no, yeah. no, that's okay. No, I just want to make sure people can find your book, you know, and and he's just being real and raw and you know that's that's kind of the 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 platform he used to to share his experiences and i personally have not read it but you know he seems like a real fun guy to just connect with and hear his story and 
so make sure you definitely connect with Lee and, and check his stuff out because he really seems to have kind of a fun perspective to business, you know, and as that book uh, shows that, but, um, well, honestly, Lee, thank you so much, dude. I, I really genuinely appreciate it. I love connecting with people, uh, especially the fact that you're on the other side of the world, you know, and in a different time zone than me, it shows me that, that there's a world outside of California and the U S you know, so I, I greatly appreciate you taking the time, man. And, and I wish you know, many blessings to you and your family. Right back at you, Tim. You're an absolute legend, sir. Thank you so much. I really, really do appreciate it. And I'll, I'll, I'll share all your stuff and like link it up and everything like that on my own socials as well. So, um, so yeah, keep in touch, sir. All right, man. Take care. Have a blessed day. Peace and love. All the best. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for making it all the way to the end. Your future self will thank you as you become a better entrepreneur, parent, and spouse. For a list of resources that I use to keep my business out of bankruptcy, as well as a free tool that I created to help you crush the overwhelm in your business, visit businessprocesspodcast.com.